platform for an in-depth look in economic matters with leaders and decision makers. This is BizTalk. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to our special coverage of Riding the Wave of Hainan Free Trade Port. I'm your host, Liao Zhu. Now, Hainan's open economy is becoming a magnet for global investors. The introduction of the Hainan Free Trade Port law and policies and the signing of the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership have become a powerful combination. And we are here to delve into the chemistry that is generated from this framework. Join us is a group of experts who will share their insights and perspectives on the development of Hainan Free Trade Port and RCEP. Let me start with our first guest. We have Associate Professor Gu Qingyang at Lee Kuan Yew School of Public Policy and National University of Singapore. Ms. Lu Yang, Research Fellow at the Institute of the Belt and Road Initiative from Tsinghua University. And we have Mr. Guo Xiaolei, Technical Director of Hainan HNA Technique. And last but not least, we have Wu Jingxuan, Special Advisor of Sanya Yazhou-based Science and Technology City Administration Bureau. Welcome you all. Now let's begin our talk about vast array of opportunities await within Hainan Free Trade Ports and RCEP. Professor Gu, let me start with you first. China released the master plan three years ago and the Hainan Free Trade Port law two years ago. Why building a Hainan Free Trade Port? In our work, we need something that is uh, driving forces for our global economy, especially after the pandemic. There is a new engine to make our economy recover quickly. So this is from the global perspective. From China's domestic issue, I think this is also very, very important. So China is pushing dual circulation strategy. This is a very important uh, development part. So there are two parts. One is the domestic circulation. Another one is the international circulation. The issue is how to link these two circulation. We need an intersection. We need a platform. I think Hainan can play the big role to be the platform. And also, Hainan can be the bridge to link China and the rest of the world. So I think Hainan Free Trade Port is a very important mega project for China itself, also for the world. Indeed, but when we think of Hainan, one thing that pops to our head is the tropical island, sunshine, beach, and maybe coconut trees. Yeah. So, um, Mr. Gore, I have a question for you. So, now, what changes have you seen since the establishment of the Hainan Free Trade Ports? Uh, I really see there are lots of the changes. In one instance, the, the FTP and the policies has been launched in Hainan. Uh, we can see there are more and more uh, foreigner customers. They would like to send their aircraft uh, to Ireland for aircraft and maintenance. Uh. So, uh, and in addition, uh, as I heard, uh, as, we see, as we know, uh, the Chinese uh, Aviation Authority uh, has uh, approved uh, the seventh traffic rights uh, for Hainan Island. I think it's a unique uh, opportunity uh, for Hainan to develop uh, the aviation industry. And uh, there are more and more tourists that uh, come to the Hainan. They must be taking uh, the air transportation to Hainan. So uh, I really expect uh, they are a blooming business for aviation. March this year, an aircraft owned by a well-known Irish aircraft leasing company landed at Haikou. Can you tell us more about it? It's very 
interesting things. Actually, there is also uh, uh, related to the, uh, the benefits uh, we enjoyed from the FTP the policies. So, uh, you, as you see, in Ireland, there are uh, registered a lot of the leasing, aircraft leasing company. And uh, they just transfer their aircraft from one country to another country. So they're looking for the, uh, we call the MRO, maintenance and the repair and overhaul company as a HA technique that we are one of the MRO. And we, they're looking for the MRO to provide, the, as we said, as the bridge check, the service for their aircraft. Because there are different regulations between the Europe and the Asia country. So usually they have to do some of the modification and the aircraft painting before they transfer the aircraft from the uh, one country to another country. And uh, here we see a huge uh, opportunity for us to develop our international the, the service. And uh, Hainan, and as uh, actually uh, very near to the southeastern of the, the aviation market. So it is the perfect uh, the, the place uh, for leasing, for global leasing company to uh, to do their bridging check in Hainan. That's why we catch this opportunity and we provide a service for the global leasing airline, uh, leasing company. And uh, they enjoy our service and the most important is that they are uh, very uh, efficient uh, the uh, custom claim, uh, claim in Hainan. This is, I think, the most uh, uh, the benefits uh, attract uh, the global uh, the company to send their aircraft to Hainan. The RCEP, covering about one-third of the world's population and GDP, stands as the largest free trade agreement ever established. In 2022, the RCEP officially came into effect, unlocking a new era of possibilities for international commerce. Notably, China's trade with RCEP countries accounted for over 30% of its total foreign trade value in 2022, reaching nearly 2 trillion US dollars. This remarkable achievement amidst a weak global demand reflects a notable 7.5% year-on-year growth, as reported by the General Administration of Customs of China. Amidst the thriving landscape, Hainan delivered over 11 billion US dollars in trade, showcasing an impressive 24% year-on-year increase. The region has also successfully attracted 196 foreign companies from RCEP member states, choosing to establish their business operations within the dynamic Hainan Free Trade Port. The impact of the RCEP and the Hainan Free Trade Port goes beyond numbers. It signifies a transformative journey towards stronger economic ties, amplified opportunities and boundless growth. As the RCEP continues to shape the global business landscape, Hainan emerges as a beacon of innovation, seamlessly integrating into the international marketplace and driving forward an era of prosperous collaboration. A platform for an in-depth look in economic matters with leaders and decision-makers. This is BizTalk. Now, how can RCEP bring benefits to Chinese market and Hainan's market and uh, vice versa? When we think about Hainan, we think about tourism. Um, but now the RCEP uh, will bring a lot of opportunities to a new development in Hainan. For example, if we think about tourism, we will get 
better uh, services and goods in Hainan, um, which means goods are cheaper and services were cheaper. And there's uh, medical services. You can come here and enjoy the medical services. Uh, and you can also have, for example, the agriculture, tropical agriculture. These will also benefit from RCEP's development. And for Chinese government, because we see there's so many uh, geopolitical tensions in the world, and China would like to play a stable forces, which means stable economic reform, stable in opening up, and will give the world confidence. Hainan's opening up and, and Hainan's uh, free trade port policy is a kind of chances for Chinese government. How can the businesses within the Hainan Free Trade Port leverage preferential tariffs and reduced trade barriers under the RCEP to expand their export capabilities? Ms. Wu. Okay, uh, I think uh, maybe we can just uh, use uh, tools uh, to uh, just uh, give a lot of leverage of the treatment. For example, nowadays we just uh, use the positive list and uh, a lot of products just uh, in this positive list uh, they can just uh, share the zero tariff and also the low uh, tax rate uh, so, uh, about these uh, policies. But maybe by 2025, we just have the uh, negative list. Uh, if the products or service not in this list, uh, we just uh, can do a lot of things here and to ha uh, also to share the uh, zero tariffs and the low uh, tax and also uh, to have the cross-border uh, cross uh, capital flow and also uh, you can just uh, to do a lot of things uh, with the digital ways uh, have uh, the data flow in and out uh, for facilitation and also uh, maybe more free uh, have uh, some labor, uh, liberalization so uh, I think use a lot of tools and a lot of uh, methods to support all the things just uh, can settle down here in a strategic move to maximize the benefits derived from the construction of the Hainan Free Trade Port and the RCEP Agreement, the Commerce Department of South China's Hainan Province released 16 targeted measures to deepen cooperation with RCEP member states. These measures encompass a wide spectrum of sectors, ranging from advanced manufacturing and medical products to tropical crops and think tanks. The introduction of these measures could cement Hainan's status as a thriving international trade hub. By strategically aligning with the RCEP framework, Hainan is poised to unleash a wave of unprecedented opportunities for global business activities. Um, Professor Gu, what measures being made by the Hainan government on deepening the cooperation with the RCEP member countries? I'm happy to see Hainan government is very actively to participate the cooperation between Hainan and the RCEP. And uh, I think uh, several months ago, the commercial department of Hainan government already uh, published 16 measures to promote the cooperation. This is uh, our future's uh, pillar industry for whole China and also for Hainan. So I think another area is regarding for developing consumer product. And also in future, Hainan will you know, develop as a, a service center. I think that this kind of policy, 16 measures, shows Hainan's very strong commitment to the RCEP. 
by using the RCEP as a very good uh, opportunity and also promote the bilateral you know, co cooperation between high net free trade zone and the RCEP. Uh, speaking of the um, policy support, um, I think regional supply chain connectivity is one of them. So, uh, Mr. Guo, I have a question. How does the RCEP agreement enhance regional supply chain and corporations within the Hainan Free Trade Port? The supply chain of the list industry has been seriously damaged in the last three years. And it's very difficult for us to recover from the roast damage in short term. And that's why it is very important for Hainan at this moment to launch the FTP policies and also to develop a close relationship with RCEP and the countries and in order to, uh, to develop uh, more resources uh, of the uh, supply of the aviation uh, sub, uh, the, the, the components. And uh, Hainan at uh, least moment, uh, I think, uh, in my opinion, can play a very important role as the uh, link uh, between the uh, Chinese mainland and the uh, uh, Southeast Asia aviation market. Uh, we can to Treat the components and the maintain components, and even we can manufacture the components in Hainan. So that's why I think the RCEP and the FTP of the Hainan Island also can be has a very good contribution to the international aviation business. RCEP's emphasis on economic liberalization may push China towards a higher level of openness. This, in turn, will facilitate high-quality development. The agreement holds the potential to enhance China's efforts in stabilizing foreign trade and investment, promoting industrial upgrading and, most importantly, establishing economic and trade rules that align with international standards. As the largest special economic zone in China, Hainan plays a crucial role in establishing a set of comprehensive, multilaterally unified rules. These norms and standards not only reflect the region's consensus on key issues, but also test the Chinese market's ability to operate within international frameworks. How crucial is the consistency of policies and regulations for business to thrive and succeed? So, in my opinion, policies and uh, uh, regulations uh, are very important to support the trade and the investment and also, for example, the cross-bounder capital flow, data flow. So all the things just have the uh, policy uh, and also uh, especially for the legal policies to support the uh, treatment and also the investment. So uh, first of all, we just need policies. Uh, for example, all the members just have the same agreement with the policies. They know that, they use that, and also they use the policies to uh, give the industries a lot of support. And second, especially for the legal, uh, and we just have some trade and the investment legal measures, uh, and also a lot of IP rights protection measures uh, to support uh, uh, the, the agreement. Professor Gu, you've been working and living in Singapore for uh, a few decades now. And um, how do you think of, you know, how can Hainan draw experience from the business environment that they've been creating there? 
Yeah, it's true. Singapore's uh, business environment is uh, very high quality. Uh, just as like I mentioned, the Singapore's uh, approach is uh, to form the business environment from all aspects. We cannot treat the business environment from the narrow perspective. We need to think of even broader you know, issue. For example, I think uh, we need to, to have uh, our environment uh, internationalization to learn and apply international common practice, for example, from the RCEP standard and the rules. Uh, secondly, I think um, must be legalization, must be law-based environment, protect the interest of the investors, yeah. and also readily solve the business uh, dispute. For example, in Singapore, uh, the solution for the business dispute is not just to go to the uh, judicious settlement also provide very wide alternatives. RCEP allows China to further leverage its trade potential to secure expanded market access in the region. Cities at the southernmost tip of China, the free trade port is well placed to strengthen ties with ASEAN countries. Despite weak global demand, trade between ASEAN and Hainan has witnessed a remarkable surge, surpassing 2 billion US dollars, over 21% year-on-year increase in the first five months of this year. Sideline Story brings you all things sports-related. The hottest topics, latest events, juiciest stories, all with a very personal take. Subscribe to Sideline Story Podcast for heated sports discussions covering events that are happening in China and around the world. A platform for an in-depth look in economic matters with leaders and decision makers. This is BizTalk. Professor Gu, in what specific ways has the RCEP agreement enhanced industrial collaboration and trade opportunities of Hainan with ASEAN? Now China is the number two economic power, but ASEAN will be the fourth economic power in a few years later. Generally speaking, ASEAN and China, especially ASEAN and Hainan, is complement each other. And, uh, we can use a Hainan's uh, special tax regime. We can uh, attract uh, ASEAN uh, businessmen set up their companies in, in Hainan. Because Hainan, very important advantage is can import from all the world in the very low tariff was even zero. But after processing, after manufacturing, uh, the product can sell to other parts of the world, including Chinese mainland. Okay. So I want to mention another thing is regarding very important under the RCEP, there's a very good um, innovation. In the past, this kind of a certificate is just for one individual country. They are very added that can increase by at least 30% can get this kind of a, a tariff zero. But under the RCEP, uh, rules, so they can accumulate different member countries. They, they, they put together yeah. to form this kind of a value added 30% or 40% to get the certificate of origin. Actually, their capability is not strong. But if 
under these uh, special arrangements, the small company can come to somewhere, for example, in Hainan. I think uh, Hainan will create very good environment for these uh, SMEs because SMEs maybe can grow up in future uh, industry giant. So I think uh, uh, Hainan uh, can play the role for ASEAN uh, uh, enterprises. Dive into news like never before with Deep Dive, the podcast from CGTN Radio. Join our global reporters for captivating stories and thought-provoking conversations. Search Deep Dive on your favorite podcast platform and get ready to dive in. As a crucial gateway to the South, Hainan enjoys exceptional geopolitical advantages with a mere four-hour flight to Asia and Southeast Asia and eight hours to Australia. Under RCEP, Hainan has the potential to become a hub for various markets, encompassing finance, carbon trading, logistics, as well as a nexus for key industries like tropical agricultural products processing and trading, digital economy and tourism. The deep integration of the regional industrial and supply chain will be further accelerated, fostering in-depth cooperation among companies within this dynamic network. For future economic trends, this is BizTalk. How can the Hainan Free Trade Port leverage RCEP's framework to attract high-tech industries, research institutions and talent to drive innovation and technology advancement? Maybe we can just provide them a, a good platform, uh, provide them a good uh, atmosphere and provide them maybe uh, financial support and, and policy support uh, to give them more freedom to do the innovation things. And second, I think just uh, we need uh, maybe a good platform, sharing platform to put a lot of resources here and they just can find every element to do the innovation thing. For example, they can just find some technical support, we, uh, they can just find the talent support and they can just find uh, a lot of uh, enterprises to give their services for them to help them. Uh, to do the uh, innovation things. And the third one, just uh, maybe for government, we need to uh, facilitate a good ecosystem. Just uh, combine the policies uh, and some, uh, somehow uh, universities, institutions, and also the education way, good education ways and the training ways uh, for talents and to uh, promote all the things together. And also we just uh, can establish some uh, uh, accelerators, incubations uh, for them uh, to do some uh, different things here. I have um, an open question for all of you. So um, we are now talking about the technology part and um, high-tech industry is one of the pillar industry of Hainan. So in terms of aerospace um, and uh, we just um, established the China's first um, of, uh, commercial launch center in China. Um, so what are some of the other industries that you think that are suitable uh, to grow in Hainan from RCEP? Um, I think information technology is always very important. China has already said it's one of the major focus currently uh, so for our uh, new development. So this is why I think uh, a digital economy, information technology, and to, uh, to use the big data to connect all this information, to build the information platform, 
for share for sharing this information, both for the uh, uh, for Hainan for Chinese for Chinese mainland, as well as for um, uh, RCEP members. I think another very important area is uh, green technology and also green industry. So this is our world direction. So Hainan, fortunately, in the past the development. We didn't pollute our environment. So I think this is a good point for us to target the green technology and the related industry development. Uh, my last question for you is, Mr. Guo, in your opinion, what are the long-term economic, social, and environment prospects of the Hainan Free Trade Port, and how do you foresee it contributing to the overall development and growth of Hainan Island or even China? We are attracting many of the talents that come to the Hainan as well and to can help them to reach their career, the target. Secondly, we can start to build up the good industrial business in order to attract the talents that come here. They can do some of the high-value-added job. The third one is also will maybe encourage those talents that can can be uh, how to can be transferred or can be moved freely uh, between the, the countries. Those um, will help us uh, to attract more international the, the talents, especially in aviation uh, industry. So it is very important. Thank you, Mr. Guo, and thank you all for sharing your insights and um, analysis. Thank you so much. As a crucial point, a crucial intersection of domestic and international circulations, Hainan is riding the wave of RCEP um, for a more sustainable development. And in this panel, we've discussed the uh, boundless opportunities that arise from this convergence. And the transformative changes we have witnessed are just the beginning. And um, we are eagerly anticipate that sustainable growth and reciprocal relationships that will shape the future. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mel Zhu. Bye. From Liangjiahe, a village on the barren lowest plateau in northwest China, to Zhongnanhai, the center of China's top leadership in Beijing. Xi Jinping has served in various posts at different levels of the government across China, starting in his early years as a junior village official to governing as China's top leader. What's he like as an individual and as a leader? How have his work experiences from earlier decades been influencing his leadership as the national leader? What are some of the core principles that have guided his decisions and actions? The Stories of Xi Jinping podcast series shares the life and work experiences of Xi Jinping and explores the formation of his governing principles, philosophy, beliefs, among others. Getting to know Xi's thoughts on national governance and how his leadership took shape may help you better understand China's path, governance and principles. You can follow the Stories of Xi Jinping podcast series on all major podcast platforms.